0: This is Bad Gamers Anonymous, a podcast dedicated to helping gamers not suck. Their two step program of Sack Up and Get Good can help even the worst of gamers just be bad. Garrick and Crowley review the latest titles and discuss the latest news and issues. Here are your hosts, Bad Gamer Garrick and Bad Gamer Crowley. Get good, Scrubs.
1: Yes, welcome to episode fifty-four of Bad Gamers Anonymous. I am your host, Mr. Crowley, and I am joined this week with by Garrick. I'm not even gonna try to give you like a special what? intro, Garrett, because you're just always what? here.
0: I I mean, I'm not always. There's been a couple times I haven't been here.
1: No, no.
0: I want you're a special intro. Introduce me specially.
1: We do have a special guest this week. His name is Jonesy. You will know him uh from uh the Cantina Cast part of the Ear Glue Media network Jonesy welcome once again to Bad Gamers Anonymous You
2: called me special Garrick. just gonna That's throw not that out
0: fair. There. I'm special too. In fact, some would call me Tyetic. <laughs> tyetic Crowley meaning potentially marketable as a toy. Yes.
1: No, you were you are definitely not marketable I as a toy. I could be a toy. There's lots of things you're marketable play as. Play with toy me. Toy is not one hey, of big them. Big boy
2: want to no, play with some, some toys? Yeah. You know
1: what? Now I just want to change Crowley's corner. I feel dirty. And welcome back to the show, uh, Jonesy. Uh, we're very happy to have you here. This is a very special episode. We're going to talk about NHL 19 here in just a few minutes, where everybody here is now part of uh, the Bad Gamers Anonymous NHL team, or Chell, if you will. Thank you.
2: Yeah. I'm excited to be back. I'm really excited to talk about NHL. It's quickly become kind of one of my more favorite games to play.
1: Yeah, it really has, although. Oh well, we'll just get into it. But let's before we do, let's just catch up with everybody. We'll start with Garrick. Garrick, what have you been up to this oh, week? Oh
0: God, what haven't I been up to? Um, work. I've had to do a holiday merchandising relay. I've had midterms at school. Uh, my wife's laptop broke, so I had to order her a new one, which I'm going to surprise her with on Wednesday. You're boring. And me. I went to no, an no, MC Chris concert me. a couple nights ago. Also, Oktoberfest was going on that same night, so
2: it was a, it was a good I'm night. Bored.
1: I'm bored, Johny. What have you been up well, he's to? Speaking
2: my language, I went to an Oktoberfest keg cracking this weekend. I'm I'm probably still a little bit inebriated from like three days ago, <laughs> so. But it was good. <laughs> uh, yeah, had a lot of fun with that. So I'm excited to drink Oktoberfest. If only it would continue to cool down here in in Texas.
1: Yeah, it was it was 80 degrees here in Iowa today.
2: Oh, that's nice.
1: Fall started in on Saturday. It should be fall like weather and it's not still summer that that
2: is fall
1: for For us for Texas, sure it's not 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 fall for us it was 90 again today so that's too hot too hot for september uh thanks for asking what i was up to guys uh so the very first (laughs) thing that i want to talk about is uh this this last week i was in chicago for a few days and i actually got to go to casa de monte cristo it is a uh, cigar store and lounge and they let me go down to the VIP area and smoke a cigar after I spent $123 on six cigars. It's too so much money. that's pretty I don't aside. even know what to say. Uh, I got three Opus Xs in a in a tin. I got uh, one. Uh, it's either age three or four years. The guy couldn't tell me for sure, but he said it, the minimum three years. Uh, L- uh, Liga Pravada Feral Flying Pig. Uh, And I picked up two uh, House Blend Illusiones Casa Especial, made specifically for Casa de Monte Cristo. Sat there, watched the Bears game, made a friend with a guy named The Mayor. No, it wasn't Rahm Emanuel. Uh, He liked Hawaiian shirts as much as I did, apparently. And so he thought we should be friends. And he talked my ear off the whole time. It was amazing. Really good guy. Uh, And then right before I left, he gave me an Ashton VSG because... Quote, I just bought a box, so here you go.
0: Nice. I really want a feral flying pig.
2: If I may introduce another word of the day, Garrett, Please. not to steal your thunder. You had a fantastic word. It's a fairly common word, but I think it's appropriate today. It's called intervention. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> and
2: I, I think we're very close to the time where an intervention might be necessary for our, our good dear friend, uh, Mr. Crowley here.
1: Maybe Mr. Crowley should just start a cigar podcast and then have people who enjoy this hobby on instead of people who just want to tear him down. Uh, <laughs> speaking of concerts, you two, are, I actually DJed this weekend. Uh, my uh, best friend and oldest friend, uh, his daughter got married made me feel very old. Very, very old. And their DJ backed out at the last second. I got to DJ their reception. And since my daughter uh her she's 17 months old her dress had sparkles all over them glitter i then had glitter all over my suit hence i was dj sparkles and i dj'd the crap out of that reception and then dj sparkles immediately retired after it was over
0: that is a great so that's stage w- name if you were to ever go and dj in the gayberhood.
1: <laughs> in the yeah i you know what i don't know what that means it means uh, so, you're a brony. <laughs> I don't want to welcome. Brony. Welcome
2: to the club, my friend.
1: There's plenty of room uh, in Bronyville. Wow, uh, that's right. You're you are a brony. I forgot. You like the My Little Ponies.
2: Hey, when you have a little girl, you, you just kind of get indoctrinated in some of this stuff.
1: <laughs> I'm just hoping I can steer her more towards Star Wars and video games than My Little Pony. Uh, let's let's just real quick, we have a few housekeeping issues. The first one is we have moved, the podcast has moved, hopefully. None of you out there will see anything other than iTunes hasn't had a show description uh, for a few days, which that'll get fixed hopefully tomorrow. Uh, But we've moved from uh, SoundCloud to Podbean. So you can find us over at Podbean. Just Google Bad Gamers Anonymous Podbean. You'll find us. We're there. Uh, and then uh, all of our episodes are over there. Everything moved over, so it was smooth, seamless transition, except for the iTunes hiccup, which will hopefully get fixed manana. Uh, we also have a new logo, uh, but I do want to thank Curtis for the old logo. When we became part of Ear Glue Media, uh, we kind of had to uh, become homogenized to a point uh, to look a bit more professional, I suppose, and more in line with the other podcasts. And thus, we have a new logo, which I kind of dig a lot, to be honest with you. I like it. I like it a lot. I don't know who the artist is, but she did a fantastic job. Either of you two have anything to say about our new logo and or moving to podcast? I really
0: like our new logo. It's very clean. I didn't know what I wanted when I was having Curtis work on the new logo. Um, So he just came up with some ideas, and I thought they looked cool, and I went with it. But I think comparing the logos, this is definitely a little bit cleaner and I like that it actually looks very similar to Ear
2: Glue Media's logo.
1: It does, doesn't it?
2: Well, I think that the mood to pop is a great move, just from a total package perspective on for podcasting, I think. You'll be pretty happy with that move, I think. But also, yeah, the, the the logo, it looks great. We've got some things working. You're going to see that more prominently as well. And so I think that's uh, it's going to look fantastic everywhere that we plaster it. Now that you guys are the... Creme de la creme of (laughs) Media.
0: Yay. We're creme.
1: I don't think that's an accurate statement. They've got, you guys have the Cantina cast, which would be top shelf. You've got uh, the basement, which is still top shelf. And then you've got us pulling up the caboose.
2: We're like the We're like the the
1: $2 well drink. Yeah, yeah, we're the $2 well drink. That's what we are.
2: So you're bringing all the girls in. All right. right.
1: (laughs) Just not the girls you want to bring in. Uh, let's move on to gaming news. We've got a lot to cover. And we're going to start with the Switch Online service was hacked. Hacked within hours of going live. Hacked. I say hacked. I just like saying hack.
0: Well, yeah. So basically what they did is, is hackers went into this um, application and they just realized that it was entirely an emulator and they had just had the exact same ROMs that they had put from uh, on the NES Classic onto the online service. And so it was super easy just to go in and kind of drag and drop extra NES games in there. So they still have the same actual like logos or, or titles. I don't know what they call them. Um, icons when you click on them in the app but it'll pull up a completely different game. The example I saw was some dude pulled up Battletoads. So, yeah, there's no safety behind this at all. There's no protection. It's very easy to get in and do. You just have to run an application real quick, and then you can start adding documents onto your Switch.
1: I don't have any desire to do any of this. Yeah. me. I, mean, I don't want to play Battletoads. I'm
0: not going to do this. What's the point? I already have an NES Classic, and even if you don't, you can go buy a... Ten dollar Raspberry Pi and make your own NES Classic, and even if you don't want to do that, you can just get an emulator on your laptop. So there's no point,
1: I guess. Jonesy, do you have a Switch? Uh, nope. I kind of want, right. I kind of want one though,
2: just to have with me to game with on a mobile type device. If you cause... got
0: a Switch, would you pay twenty dollars for a year service to have access to twenty NES
2: games? Oh no, that's ridiculous! I would just play Mario Kart all the time, <laughs> and that's that's like all I would do. Fair enough, fair enough.
1: Would you play Mario Kart while you poop?
2: I am not at liberty to answer that question as a senior member of Ear Glue Media. I apologize at this uh, time. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, you know, there was another member of Ear Glue Media, Joe B1 Kenobi, who decided that that's what the switch was for was to play and poop. Well, so Joe
2: has no shame. So no, we, he really we, doesn't. We love, we love Joe for that.
1: <laughs> he bench presses cars while he poops as well, I guess. I don't know. Uh, the big news this week. I don't know. Me. The the big news this week. Telltale Media, the Walking Dead developer, hit with huge layoffs. Huge layoffs. Over 200 people were laid off. It sounds like Telltale is going to close. They are going to shutter their doors. You know
0: what they say. Dead men tell no tales.
1: Uh, that's awful. <laughs> awful. Uh, they made great great episodic adventure games, um, Batman, The Walking Dead's the big one that everybody knows, Guardians of the Galaxy.
0: Tales of the Borderlands, uh, Wolf Among Us. They, they were working on a Stranger Things one as well.
1: Uh, see, now that would have been amazing. Exactly. That would have been amazing. I don't know how this happens to a popular developer like Telltale.
0: Yeah, like three years ago, they were the hottest thing, and they were announcing new titles every other month, it seemed. But I don't know if it just became too much for them or if they started seeing dwindling sales. I don't know if their ancient ancient physics engine had anything to do with it but the games looked awful they were developing a brand new engine though they were finishing up season four walking dead with the the current engine and then all their future ips were going to be in this brand new engine that was going to look absolutely amazing but we'll never get to see that now and it's it's really sad to see any studio go under but especially a studio that had such a a niche like this is it
1: niche Niche, niche. I don't know. I tried to figure that out earlier this weekend. Here's here's where I guess I'm coming out on this. This might be good overall for the video game community. Look, if if they fell behind because they were trying to develop their own engine, then it seems to me that there is a market for a company to come in and just develop engines.
0: There's already tons of that. That's why you see... Then
1: why are these in-house developers like Telltale, BioWare, all these... Other, why are they trying to develop their own because engines? Because then you don't just have use... to pay licensing fee. You you saw this... Yeah, but you know what? I That's fine, but this is what happens when you can't do it. I mean,
0: maybe. They already had an engine that worked.
2: Right. And you want a platform you can move across all of your product lines. And so to go back to the licensing fee, you're going to license a platform for likely one game. Not necessarily every single game you ever want to be able to come up with. Because otherwise, the other option is, well, why didn't you just develop that in-house? You know?
1: No, and I think the answer to that is why we didn't is because how many studios do you know of have have gone into financial ruin trying to develop their own engine?
0: No, this is the only one I've heard of, and I don't think the the, the game engine had anything to do with it.
1: Well, then what was it? I mean, this this is a popular studio that pumped out popular games.
0: We've never received any sales data for them, but they had way too many problems with the last few games they came out with. You mentioned Batman. That game was buggy as all get-out. The last episode was virtually unplayable. So I'm honestly not too surprised that they are suffering from no sales because i i definitely don't hear a lot of people talking about these games anymore like they used to the the hype kind of died down right around when the game of thrones telltale version came out
1: did anybody play that the game of thrones telltale
0: no i played the first maybe 15 20 minutes of it
1: and it was like every other telltale
0: yeah, it, it seemed to be a lesser quality than their other ones, or maybe I just am remembering the other ones more fondly. But after playing Walking Dead Season 1 and then Wolf Among Us and then taking a little break and then playing that, it just it didn't have the quality I expected.
1: Were there dragon's boobs and incest? I didn't get
0: far enough to see. There was a lot of murdering, though, a lot of murdering. Oh.
1: Apparently you need dragon's boobs and incest. I don't know. <laughs> Possibly in uh, that According order. to Apple. Well, uh, whatever.
0: <laughs> I don't know. Garrick's Gregarious Games. Hi, I'm Garrick, and I like games. First, I want to talk about some strange brigade. This game's been out for a little while, but I just started playing it, and I'm having a good old jolly time. It is a Left for Dead-ish kind of game, mixed with Black Ops Zombies mode, mixed with I don't even know. Indiana Jones. Yeah, that's all I got. It's fun to play with friends. If you don't have any friends to play it, though, you can still play solo, but it's maybe not worth your time. What? What? How is it
1: Indiana Jones? Because
0: you you go in. Dr. Jones! And you are essentially an archaeologist, but you're also a murderer with a lot of guns and you go in and you <laughs> you fight zombies and scorpions. Jonesy, and do you remember
1: Doctor Jones murdering anybody?
2: No, nope, no time for love or murders. Well, I guess technically he murdered he probably a whole mur- bunch of Nazis. Yeah, technically he probably did. That does sound like a very strange
0: brigade, though. It is a pretty strange brigade. Um, I don't know. I, I I enjoy it, and I think more people should check it out. If more people play it; it would be more fun. Sure. Uh, <laughs> Crowley. Uh, I've also been playing a lot more Destiny 2, just to give you a quick update. I hit level 50, I'm light level 507 now, and I am not even into the in-game stuff yet. I still have to beat the actual Forsaken campaign. I keep getting distracted by other things, and that's that's a good thing in my opinion. There's so many things to do in Destiny 2 now. Even if you don't have the expansion, you can still participate in a lot of the updated features. So I just wanted to give a quick shout out to that again, I'll give you another update later.
1: Oh, and I'm, then, I'm waiting with bated breath.
0: I'm sure you are, buddy. I also got the special edition Spider-Man PS4 Pro recently. So now I can dress up like Spider-Man while I play Spider-Man on my new Spider-Man console. It's never enough Spider-Man.
2: I am so jealous right now of that one. You should be. I would I would actually buy the Pro if I could find the uh, the special edition or limited edition, whatever it's called. Special edition, I guess. I would actually buy the Pro for that. I don't even have a 4K TV, but I'd buy that damn thing.
0: It is really pretty. (laughs) It also comes with the deluxe edition of the game,
2: so you get the season
0: pass with it. Whatever. It also (laughs) came with a free 30-day trial for Marvel Unlimited, which if you haven't heard of it, is like Netflix, but for comics. uh, Yeah, now didn't this
1: come with with every physical copy of Spider-Man?
0: I I believe it did. Jonesy, did you get a physical copy of
2: Spider-Man? I do not own Spider-Man.
1: What? Why <laughs> what? are you on this show?
2: What? Dude, how many other games? Look, I don't have a gaming podcast to do, so I don't have to buy every single game that comes across my desk. But game I'm... of the year. I am going to get to it when it's like 40 bucks <laughs> in like two months because they discount it, these yep, things so probably quickly. will be. Yeah. I, I mean, no, I intend yeah. to buy it and play it, but I mean, I got World of Warcraft. I'm going right now. I got NHL with you guys and then there's this whole podcasting thing that apparently I do. So,
1: right. Yeah, and then there's real life. The yeah, too.
2: I just don't have the uh, the bandwidth to add another game. But I like having games for the kind of quote unquote off season of activity. And I got so tired of hearing everyone talk about it on the Discord server that I will have to buy it. But as with most things in my life, I will be very, 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 very late to the party. So, <laughs>
1: I will be saying how
2: amazing these things are, and you guys are going to be like, dude, shut up. That was, like, three months ago.
1: We told you. We told you.
0: Well, what's good is that I will still be playing this three months from now because we will get the last DLC drop.
1: Now, do you think there's going to be more than just the three DLCs they've already announced?
0: If they're smart, they'll do something else. They'll do a bigger expansion, like maybe add in, like... I don't know New Jersey or something. No, nobody wants to swing around New Jersey. Nobody wants
1: to go to New Jersey unless there's like Bon Jovi Easter eggs. Then Albert would play the crap out of this. <laughs>
0: but if they added a new area to explore with extra missions, uh, it had a, a bigger story arc. Um, I'd be totally down. Kind of like what Horizon Zero Dawn did when they added the Frozen Wilds expansion. Right? But can we
1: talk I, about? Can we talk about this this Netflix comic book thing that if you bought the digital edition, you didn't get.
0: What can I say, Crowley? Support brick and mortar.
1: It doesn't make any sense to me. I don't want to support brick and mortar because that means I got to go out of the house and talk to idiots. Yeah, exactly. I don't want to do idiots. that. I would rather stay in my own little house and only deal with one idiot, me. Isolationist. That's right. Uh, I'm building a wall around my house. Look, I don't. I feel like it's I think counter- that's just called a house. I think it's counterintuitive. <laughs> it's made out of comics, right? Uh, to to let uh, the the non-digital the physical copies go and get this digital comic have access to this digital comic and not let the digital purchasers have access to the digital comic it's
2: very meta doesn't
1: that seem counterintuitive
2: yes yes it does
0: but how would you propose giving digital consumers a
1: code possibly to through go digital i'm going to guess Amazon, through some sort of Amazon digital medium Right, it's called yeah. email. Yeah, <laughs> like, I don't see how this is a big deal. I
0: don't know what to tell you, Crowley.
2: PlayStation has still not quite figured out the whole online purchasing. like No. Really to be able you're to right. totally encompass the whole thing.
0: I don't think anyone has, really.
2: Amazon, I like the way that Amazon had done it, though. You prove her a game, you go ahead and get some of your codes as you go. They, they go ahead and define the intervals when, you, when you're supposed to get them. And then you get your code around the time of release. Now that's a little bit not great because you don't always get it early for early release. So I think I pre-ordered Madden last season for 18 and it took, I had a little bit of uncertainty about when I was going to get my codes, but in the end it all worked out, but it it wasn't communicated out perfectly. I think to your point, uh, Garrick there, but overall they did a decent job of it. Like here, your codes go ahead and punch them in. So you're ready to go day one, whenever you actually download and install the game and we turn the servers on.
1: Yep. So I, I agree. Is this I, I buying
0: a digital code through Amazon?
1: Yeah. Sometimes, yeah. Ba- yeah Why don't back we just buy the page.
0: digital directly through the console?
1: Well, because you used to get twenty percent off. Remember,
2: even on digital.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, didn't I think know I that.
2: bought that one on Xbox when I did that.
1: We don't talk about Xbox here.
2: Not
0: here. Speaking of something <laughs> Xbox won't get, Valkyria Chronicles Four is coming out uh, actually tonight. So by the time you're listening to this, it's out. So I guess instead of just a, a full-on preview, which I was going to do, even though the embargo has been up for a couple weeks, uh, here's my review of Valkyria Chronicles 4. It's good. You should buy it. Wow. And that's all I've got. <laughs> wow. <laughs> no, but seriously, Valkyria Chronicles 4 is absolutely amazing. Even if you've never played any of the other ones, it doesn't matter it's its its own story. It's kind of like a, a fictionalized World War II in like a Europa kind of fictional setting. Um, but it's a it's a strategy slash third-person shooter kind of game. I just like it for the strategy aspects. It's it's very anime-inspired, um, very stylized, cell-shaded graphics. It kind of looks like the entire thing has been watercolor-painted. Um, but I, I absolutely love these games. I love the strategy aspects of them. The only one I didn't like was Valkyria Chronicles Revolution, which came out, I think, a year ago. And it played more like a Dynasty Warriors game. So if you're itching for something maybe Fire Emblem-esque or you just want a strategy RPG, then at least check out Valkyria Chronicles 4. There is a free demo to check out. I th- believe you can get up to Chapter 2 in the game uh, for free. And if you decide to buy the game later on, all your progress will carry over. Welcome to Crowley's Corner. Hey, big boy. Want to play some games?
1: Uh, This is my corner, and there are games to be played with big boys. Uh, Man, I really need to work on that. I'm a big so, boy. Why don't you just say,
0: I liked <laughs> the, hey, big boys, want to play a game? What happened know. to that? I, Classic. I, I, yeah,
1: I don't know. Well, I think in the intro, your wife says it. Why do I have to repeat it?
0: I haven't listened, so I don't know what she says. Uh, you should say. probably
1: <laughs> listen to our show. You're such a bad podcaster. Let's let's talk about uh Discord for a minute. I want to. I just want to pimp our Discord for a little bit because there's a lot of fun conversations that go on there, and it encompasses all of the shows, uh, the Cantina cast, the, the the basement, and of course, Bad Gamers Anonymous, and soon to to come, the many faces of Masters of the Universe. There's a, There was a discussion again there in, in the Bad Gamers Anonymous Discord that had to do with Xbox versus the PlayStation 4. And I'm retiring the argument. I don't want to hear the argument anymore. It is a silly argument to be had. The facts don't back up Xbox users. You like an Xbox? Great. I'm glad you've got the Xbox. Unfortunately, PS4 has outsold the Xbox by a very large margin. PS4 is just better than Xbox. I'm retiring the argument. The argument is done. Does yes, anyone object?
0: When it when it comes to racing games. PlayStation far outshines the Xbox. Oh, wait. No, it doesn't. Forza so Horizon 4 is coming out this Friday. It. I am very excited for Forza Horizon 4. Gran Turismo ain't got nothing Oh, that game on is so it. terrible. I will give you guys a very detailed report next episode.
1: I guess we're not retiring the argument. Let's just everybody keep arguing about the same crap.
0: I'm not arguing. I'm stating. Gamers, Uh,
1: let's 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 talk about Red Dead Redemption Two real quick. So there was some news this week that the online version, the online play, was not going to be available at launch. Yes, I know it wasn't available for GTA right off the bat either. I get it. It's still disappointing. But it does I, give the opportunity. It gives the opportunity for the story to shine, I suppose. So
0: I I really believe that's their main reason. Honestly, if you've been following Rockstar, this shouldn't be a surprise to you. But if you haven't been, this might be disappointing, expecting it to be ready. They're actually taking longer. I think they said something like they're launching it a month after the game launches, uh, to make sure that it gets the online is, is treated right because if i remember correctly gta online had a whole bunch of issues when it first launched and it took them months to get everything situated um to where now it's like the biggest thing ever so not surprising that they are delaying it so long um i'm disappointed as well that it is so long after launch i get it though it's it's gonna be a huge single player game so I guess it gives everybody enough time
2: to to play the story first, and not ruin that experience for them. But didn't we we got the real reason why it's gonna be so delayed though? Didn't we today? Like they they've got to what do they say? They have to invest so much time in the graphics, and the and the engine, <laughs> because it, I
0: don't think it's that's be, true.
2: It's gonna be so amazing that when it's cold outside, you can actually have the oh, how to put this gently the testicles of the horses will actually constrict. That is true. It's, it's vital to be in the game rather than there something like online play. Extreme
0: dynamic horse testicle physics going on behind the scenes. And it is remarkable that it was somebody's job to just do
2: horse testicle physics. Yep. Instead of focus on online play. So we see when we get the scales of importance out there for the RDRT team. What uh, what matters most and what we should focus our time, energy, and resources on. So
1: I wonder if it will come out later that your character's testicles may shrink as well in the cold. I mean, we, we all remember know... that Seinfeld episode. Shrinkage is a thing? God. Serenity it, now. The trousers
2: fit just a little looser uh, do, in the winter. We do know that yes.
0: <laughs> your character can change a lot over the game. Um, including just simple things like over a few days, you're going to start growing a beard in the game. Oh, Uh, you totally have the option to shave or not shave. People will actually react to you differently. But can you be gender fluid? Um, probably. I think that's up to the player to decide.
1: Perfect. I want to be a pansexual gender fluid Z. Uh, Jonesy, are you going to play this game? Just out of curiosity, I mean, I know you're not going to play Spider-Man until December. Are you going to play Red Dead Redemption, which is going to give both Detroit Become Human and Spider-Man a run for their money for game of the year?
2: I am going to prioritize Spider-Man over this game. Quite honestly, I probably won't play this game at all. It, they're just not in my wheelhouse. They're not things I get into a lot. I like watching it online, but I don't necessarily enjoy the aspect of playing the game I'd rather play online with people and since this game is not going to have it until like 2020 or something like that then I don't see the point in me picking it up for a while if at all.
1: all right that's fair that's that that that's fair I just have a quick question to put out to to both of you Jonesy do you go after trophies like are you a trophy hunter in when you play games like do you want the platinum trophy nope okay uh well then you've answered my question. Garrick, is it worth getting the Platinum Trophy in Spider-Man?
0: I mean, is it worth it? No, it's not like you get a party or anything in celebration of it, but it, it's so easy to get that if if you can, why not?
1: You know what? Now I want to do it, and then I will smoke uh, one of my expensive cigars in celebration. There you go.
0: See, you can make your own celebration party when you get the Platinum. Yeah, we will. Call I'm, it- I'm not a Platinum Hunter. I don't go out specifically with with the goal to try to do that but there have been a few games in the past that i've gotten so close after i've beaten the game and i just want a little bit more to play i'm not done playing yet to where yeah i'll go and look at the the trophies and say okay what do i need to do to kind of complete this list. And and Spider-Man's is really easy. By the time you're done with a game, you're going to have most of the trophies. It's just a few things left to really go out and get.
2: Yes, yeah, you know, that I would do. if I'm If I go back and look and I'm close, I will go finish those off. If there is a worthy reward to do it, I will invest the time to go back there and do it. So if it meant unlocking a suit or something like that, those are the types of things I would actually go and spend time on because I feel like there is a, A payoff for my investment.
1: Well, there's going to be a payoff for my investment. A very nice cigar. So Uh,
2: I am going to make an intervention banner this weekend. (laughs) (laughs) I will help.
1: Let's talk Battlefront 2 because that's a thing still. I guess there are two people that still play this game. So the one thing that players have asked since uh, the beta, which was so, so long ago, is finally coming to fruition. Uh, the new squad system, this is directly from the uh, Community Transmission site on the EA Battlefront 2 website. Uh, the new squad system will allow you to rejoin your friends, allies, in the action much quicker than before. If you're already playing with a group of friends, you will be placed together into a squad. If you join a game on your own, you will be placed into a random squad. Thanks, EA, for getting on that after everyone's done playing your crappy game.
2: It's been in Battlefield forever. Don't know why it took so long. This has been one of my like super critical points of the game back when I was playing it and even in the beta it was just it's not fun if you can't if you're getting randomly thrown into different groups and the people you're partying up with, you know, you randomly come in and there's no cohesion to it at all and it made yep. no sense why Battlefront couldn't borrow from Battlefield where in Battlefield that yeah, it it's so much better. Developer. Yeah, it makes absolutely no sense. And and all the other things that they're doing in the, in these updates like Crowley said they they promised these things a long time ago. I mean, the loot box thing set them way back, but it's, it's like who's there's there's just not that. Many, to me, it doesn't seem like there's many people playing. As a Star Wars fan, as someone who follows this stuff and wants it to be successful, it's it's just been disappointing. And I, I wish they would have been able to do more of this sooner, but where this is where we're at.
1: I don't know if it's if you can really blame it on loot boxes, because the developer. I don't know. Maybe they did. They had to go retool the whole progression system. So maybe it is. I don't know. There you go. Maybe it's gamers fault. But again, this is all on EA for just being terrible. Which, speaking of EA being terrible, let's talk about this game this week. Episode 54, centered around. Chell 19. Made by EA. There's your (laughs) tie-in.
2: EA's Chell. Yeah, EA Vancouver. The, The good EA
1: the goodie, I you know what, let's reserve judgment on that. Uh let's talk about the graphics. Let's ha- let's just start basic graphics. They've got the new engine that they're using the the new motion engine. That's on the Madden game. And Madden yeah, real,
0: is real player motion, something yeah, like that. Yeah, yep.
1: Madden's getting beat up over it. Yeah, the
2: speed of Madden I believe is is part of the issue, but for whatever reason in NHL it actually really works well. Like the collision mechanics are just right on the money you, when you, when you trip over someone, you trip now it's creating some other pain points for us online with uh, poke <laughs> checks and things like that, which are seem to be a little sensitive. And this is the, uh, one of these things you have to balance, right. Of this simulation versus arcade and NHL has a very clear distinction between the two but what i would like to see is a little bit more on the sim side to be a little more forgiving especially in online play of some of that to where it doesn't sap the fun to where example we're in 3v3 online and you do a stick check and that's an, you know almost, it's it's hard not to get a penalty shot penalty on that and it just takes a little bit of that fun out of it now we're adapting but you know it's just not it's not quite as effective as it was last year so to the point where I just start yelling at people, do not hit the R1 button. Just go ahead and <laughs> duct tape your R1 yeah. button with something that will shock you if you touch it.
0: And what I've noticed from that is I think it's EA's online network. I don't think it's it's the game itself um, from playing online. Because doing single player stuff, uh, like be the pro mode, if I'm like right next to a person, I stick check them, I never get fouled. Um, but I think when you're online, there's a small latency, so the game thinks you're slightly behind where the other player is. So when you stick check them, it thinks you're behind them, and it it fouls you because it thinks you're trying to trip them. So if you're a little bit ahead of, the, I haven't tested it in online, but I would imagine if you're a little bit ahead of the person, it probably won't foul you. But I think that's entirely. Do you mean EA's do you mean network.
1: penalize you?
0: Foul penalize. I know you red don't card. sports ball. I don't sports ball. I think you get a yellow card in, in shell, right?
1: Yes, <laughs> yes, you do. Well,
2: I will say something about the, the so the latency. There is maybe a little something there because when I played goalie in the beta, it seemed much more responsive than it does now live. And I'm having to, and maybe this is by design. This very much could be by design. But I've almost I have to anticipate a lot more and move and, and commit faster, which is more difficult because the stick handling and some of the other abilities now that you have as a result of this engine are fantastic. You have improved skating, you have improved stick handling. You can do more move. You can do more combinations of moves now. And it, it's really a skaters game. Now NHL in general, the, the hockey league in real life is all about goal scoring right now. It's most games now seem to be five to three contests. You know, the, the days of one nothing and two one type of games while they exist are less frequent than they used to be. So it's, it's good to open up the game, but it's, it's more challenging in some aspects of it. And I'm wondering if there's latency or maybe that's just intentional. It's, I haven't been able to figure out whether or not it's supposed to be there or not.
1: Well, I think this is, I mean, I'm going to ask this question, but I think just from listening to the two of you talk, I know the answer. Jonesy, are the graphics better in 19 than they were in 18 like is there a significant difference in the graphics in the in the in the hits in the goal scoring in in the stick movement in the goalie movement is there is there that big of a difference is it better from last year
2: it is much more fluid uh, without yeah graphics it's not so much about the the number of pixels and things like that but it's the animations and the things that go with it for for my opinion and i think it is a it's a dramatic improvement because now you have uh group celebrations you have much more fluid movement in general the the checks you feel them all the bit more which i felt a lot of them in hl 18 and now they just feel a little more refined and so when you do take that big hit or you give that big hit it feels really rewarding but you can hear the click and you can feel the click of the the stick on stick too if you if you try to lift someone's stick and you get some of those nuances, but I think overall the graphics are improved. It already looked like a beautiful game last year, and they've carried that over this year. But now that we have these other modes where you can actually, you're a little more zoomed in at times. You see more of that detail, especially with all of the new outfits that that you can do in the um, in the more arcade style modes, which I've which is really enjoyable too. So those really pop out and stand out as well.
0: To go off that a little bit, um, not having played shell 18 i i really think that shell 19 is extremely fluid graphics wise it's about what i expect from a sports games it's not god of war levels it's not detroit become human levels but it, it looks good players are definitely distinctive the ice looks good um but i think especially when it comes to like deking deking
1: yes deeking. good good job on the sports balling. i
0: remembered it um when it comes to deking the the real player emotion definitely is noticeable there and it's just extremely fluid
2: exactly like what you would expect oh and when you pull one off i mean it feels great because you're just like oh here it goes you know and you're and you're ready to roll and you're gonna put that puck on net and yeah i agree that's a really great point the deking is super smooth and just looks great and it feels like an accomplishment and you you have a variety of deeks that you can actually do
1: yeah I, i remember talking to shiner Online again, somebody from our Discord. He's in our uh, the BGA team. We'll get to that here in a little bit. And I asked him, I'm like, you know, hey, do you want to play some NHL? And this was a few weeks ago before Spider Man had come out, and I was bored. And he's like, ah, no, I can't go back. I can't go back to 18 now that I've played the beta of 19. I just can't. So there was even from the beta, there was improvement. Now let me ask this because I think there's been some. I mean, we've already talked about some of the differences between the beta uh, and the and the launch as far as latency goes is it is it a noticeable difference on some of the things like does it does it detract because possibly their servers are overwhelmed the only
2: thing i've noticed again is the goaltending i haven't noticed it as much with just normal play it it seems just as smooth and just as good as, as it did then it might not be quite as fast maybe as it was in the beta but I don't know if that's just because it was new and it it felt faster as you were trying to adjust to the new engine. But I think, in general, it feels pretty comparable except for the goaltending aspect of it.
0: I haven't played online yet, but EA usually has a problem the first couple weeks of launch. So I I wouldn't be surprised if it's their servers overloaded, trying to balance loads between Madden and uh, uh, NHL. What other sports game do they have? Oh, yeah, FIFA is coming out in a week um that's probably gonna get what's a fifa it's uh it's uh it's
1: the uh i know what it is i I don't care foosball that works let's talk about the game modes because there are a ton of game modes which is a little bit different than what they had last year because last year there were there were some game modes, but it didn't feel nearly as expansive last year as it does this year. So for single-player game modes, they've got the franchise mode, which it seems pretty straightforward. You, you're the GM or or the owner of a team. Uh, then they've got the practice mode, be a pro mode, season mode, playoff mode, draft champions mode. Now, you can do that offline and just play your own little uh, uh, draft. Uh, draft a league. And then they've got the shootout mode, again, something you can do offline and not online. And then they've got multiplayer mode, which gives you the uh, customization of your, your character. It gives you the 1v1v1, or the threes, I think is what they call it. Uh, they've got uh, hut, which is the same as the Madden Ultimate Team. It's just the Shell Ultimate Team. Uh, then they've got the Champions Hockey League, which is where um, I don't even know what that is, nor do I care. And then they've got Online Versus, Draft Champions, and Shootout mode.
2: Well, that's your EA Sports Hockey League, I think.
1: Is that what it is? Is that what the Champions Hockey League is?
2: I don't know. I don't. Know. That's the only one we care about for the most part.
1: That that really is the only one we care about. I haven't done a season. Like I tried a season in eighteen, and I just didn't care because I couldn't get on the Blackhawks. It didn't matter what I did. I pissed off the GM of whatever crap team I was on before, and then they sent they shipped me to Buffalo. Like nobody, nobody wants to play for Buffalo. Like I'm done. If you're not going to put me on the Blackhawks, I'm not even going to play. So, you know, I'm figuring it's the same this year, but I haven't tried. Uh, let's talk about some of the differences from 18. Uh, the menus are improved. Yeah. Really? You guys think the menus are improved, Jonesy?
2: No, I definitely do, especially when you actually get into the game menus themselves. So what the the stats that you have in between periods? it's much more streamlined. You can actually see without having to click through because you remember in, in 18, you had the, it was more the feedback system was front and center with very limited game information. Now you have all of your, your stat sheet right there. So how many shots you've taken, how many, what your time of possession looks like, all your penalty minutes are all right there along with your score. And then you just have one touch of a button over if you want to go see all the shots and a little more more detail there. So gone is the front and centerness of this feedback system, which quite honestly, I haven't looked at all in, in HL 19, but you couldn't help but look at it and put a lot of weight in, Oh, I got a B plus in this. And I got a C plus in defense and my team work was, you know, garbage. Now I just <laughs> don't even pay attention or care now in be a pro mode and things like that, that obviously probably means a lot more than an online play, but, I I'm glad they made that, that type of change. It does seem like it takes a few clicks to get through some menus, especially since I manage our club, I have to bounce back and forth. They do a couple of options to be able to like, when you get a new hockey bag, you can go straight into the customization menu, but you can only do that for a really, you know, one thing. And if you bounce back to the bag or the results of your bag, you can't go back into that. And basically you have to jump all the way back out to the menu. So, some of the intuitiveness of the menus, not all the way there, but I think especially in game menus dramatically improved and gets you the data that you want when you want it without having to go search for it.
1: Hmm. All right. Well, I I you know, I don't get to play with the club menu. So I mean that it does sound counterintuitive and I don't really care for their menu system. Now I think you're right. I, I do like the fact that the like the grading is gone because I didn't care about it in eighteen. I certainly didn't don't care about it in 19 you know i just wins losses and did i score a goal how many checks did i have and how many penalties did i commit that's that's really all i care about so i i don't know i just maybe i just don't care for their menu system it seems counterintuitive all the way around well when you when you
2: add a lot of options in a lot of customization the menus always suffer to some extent so it's what's the best you can do with everything you have with how much stuff they cram in. And I think it's reasonably good, but yeah, in particular, the game menus, I really enjoy quite a bit like in the game.
1: Yeah. I don't have a problem with in the game. It's getting into the game. is It can be a chore and then remembering. I agree with that. Yeah. How you got somewhere. So just, I don't know. I think you're right. There needs to be a balance there. And honestly, do we need all these modes? Um, I mean, I guess that's my question is do we really need all these modes?
2: I happened to like I didn't think I'd like ones but I did a lot of ones in beta I didn't play threes at all in the beta and I was reluctant to do it here and then Shiner told me to go check it out and I am absolutely in love with threes it is arcade hockey a little bit smaller rink, three on three with a goalie in each and crazy commentary and all these crazy rules and lack of rules and It's just straight up arcade fun. And I didn't think I would enjoy that, but it's very reminiscent of kind of the old days of NHL of just going in there and knocking a game out, having fun and you know going crazy.
1: Now I do like the pro-am, which is just another way to level up your character instead of going all the way into the club and playing a a game of three on three or six on six, is you can go play pro-am, and there are certain games you can, you know, they give you like there's like four. Different categories of, of games you can play against different teams, and that's that's fun. But I think once you get to that last tier, they really up the difficulty. And that's, that's mode, kind of that's a mode I haven't I, played yet. I, man, it it's it sounds a lot like what you're describing because there really are no rules. You can't so you can't trip anybody as far as like uh, laying down and then them tripping over you. But I haven't gotten a penalty just poke checking yet. That's fair. so. And there's no offsides. You can hit people if they don't have the puck. Oh, that's a lot of fun. But like I said, they kind of up the difficulty on that very last one. It kind of seems kind of meh. Uh, let's let's talk about the music. Speaking of meh, <laughs> we'll, well, let's start with the music guy, Garrick. Do you like the music?
0: I didn't even know there was music in here. Perfect. So.
1: That's pretty much all you have to know right there. Yeah. see what do you think of the music?
2: It's not as good as last year's and. I would put it a step below uh, probably a full step below of like an, an MLB the show as well. Last year's out this year's is just a little more I think it's more pop oriented and I kind of liked the more brash, more uh, rock type of aspect you got last year. It had a good mix as well, especially with everything you can unlock in the game yeah. but just menu music and things like that not uh, not really inspiring or exciting and at least MLB the show had some original music as well which kind of pulled you into the game. It was more game music. And then you had some of the you know artists that would take over from there, but we don't have any of that this year. Or not, yeah, there's not I, much of it, at least, that I've been able to tell.
1: I kind of felt like last year the hockey music or the menu music or just the music in general in 18 kind of mimicked the kind of music that you would hear at an NHL game, yeah, at a hockey game. Like it's always a little more, like you said, brash. It's a little more in your face. It's it's a little more rock and roll and it's less hip hop. It's less, you know, that kind of, it's almost generic anymore. I I feel like pop music in general is just background noise anymore. It's become, it's become the universal music.
2: Well, we, we had talked about NHL 18 last year. I remember you making a comment to me of how much you really enjoyed all the music across the board and, uh, to its credit, though, NHL 19 has a lot of the same songs that you that, ha, that were there last year. Oh, sure and, sure, and it added a bunch more to your custom sounds for your club so that you can do a lot of this as you unlock them and bags and all this other stuff. So you can still get to a lot of that music, and they've expanded that customization to where you have more options to put more songs in different places. And so you, you still have a lot of that flexibility in different ways inside the game itself. Less so than in the menus. Right.
1: All right. So let's get to the part that everybody wants to. has just been waiting, just chomping at the bit for us to talk about. Team Bad Gamers Anonymous. Uh, We've got Jonesy, Shiner, Cutdown Star-Lord, Garrick, the Lord Emperor himself, Mike Rondo. And, of course, Crowley bringing up the caboose. I
0: I don't know if you can necessarily count me in that.
1: Oh, you're going to play with us because I'm calling it Chell. So just prepare yourself, sir. You will sports ball on ice with us.
0: I believe all I said was that I would buy a copy, not that I would play with you. You're going
1: to play. You're going (laughs) to play.
0: No, I'll I'll definitely play with you guys. I'm excited to actually join a a multiplayer match and and get in with you guys. I apologize in advance how bad we're going to
2: lose. Oh, Here's the thing. So Mike, yeah, when Mike joined up just in the last few days here, he really struggle with the controls, but he got on board. Now he's a hockey fan. Uh, He has a family lineage of playing hockey. And so he has a lot of pride that he's going to play this game. Well, and to his credit, he got up to speed pretty quickly and he hasn't played an NHL game. I don't, I'm guessing he's played them at some point, but maybe not since the nineties. And so, you know, for him to get up to speed and we played solid, like we're on a three game win streak and we haven't let up a goal in three games. So, now I just ruined that, but it's pretty awesome. Like we've been playing pretty well defensively and actually still getting like scoring chances on offense. And, and, you know, Mike with not a lot of experience has been a, you know, he's started to contribute to that.
1: Nice. I can't wait to be able to play with you guys. We'll get to that in a second. Oh, yeah. uh, let's, let's talk about uniforms. Uh, the uniforms that we have, um, they, they are reminiscent uh Soviet Russia their comrade.
2: No, they're not. They're actually more reminiscent of like the Phoenix Coyotes, um, uh, with their their deep red and black and white. So everyone complained about my powder blues <laughs> and orange and white. Got Who a little oiler representation there.
1: Who complained?
2: Uh, like pretty much everybody in the league, like this year. I didn't before I before uh, I set these up, they were like, just don't do the blues again. I don't want these powder puff colors. I'm like, fine. I thought they looked great, especially our way uniforms. But so I did these, they look sharp. They look good. You have a ton of customization in this game, not only on your character side, but on the, the uniforms, especially as you start to unlock, uh, a, you know, more gear and, and you have your street clothes versus your pro clothes. Now we're primarily going with the pro clothes, uh, clothes side. So it's a little slower to, to, to get those, but I think they look pretty sharp actually.
1: I don't mind them because I enjoy Cuban cigars. So, good good job, comrade.
2: I did change our logo though last to night. To what? Um, that's a good question. I can't remember.
1: <laughs> Are we still known as the Thieves?
2: Um, yes, that was a uh, special uh, Crowley edition. Yeah, can uh, we change that? Love judging. cab.
1: Can can we change that cab? Uh, I don't know who cab is. Sorry. Yeah. yeah all right. <laughs> Let's talk about these dressing room errors because, as I said before, I've literally gotten to play, like, three games with these guys. Yeah, these are frustrating. If that. So every time you go into these, uh, the the dressing room is what they call it, you get matched up with another team, and then it takes a second to load. Like, once everybody ready, readies up, it takes about 10, 15 seconds for the game to recognize everyone's ready. It counts down, and then it'll load it up. Nine out of 10 times... I can't load up. I get kicked out. Now, sometimes everybody gets kicked out. And we have to go back into the dressing room and redo everything and match, find another match. And but sometimes it's just me. And sometimes it's just Shiner. And sometimes it's just Mike. It's ridiculous that EA has these types of errors on launch day. They were, they were, uh, uh the same type of errors that they saw in the beta. They were the same type of errors that people were getting last year with 18. It's ridiculous that EA can't get their servers together and that we're getting these kinds of problems. Now, I did some digging today, and I found that that I could change some of the settings on my router and on the, PS, on the PS4 and change it. But I don't want to mess with any of that because then I don't know what's... What it does like there's like a DMZ, a demilitarized zone program that I could use (laughs) where it's going to open up. I mean, that's the name of the program, right? Where I can open up like different ports and it'll change me from a, from a two to a one bridged. I I don't know what any of this stuff means because I'm not a computer dork.
2: A lot of it. Yeah. A lot of it. They're trying to open up the ports on your, on your router to allow easier access to the servers. Now, I argue that that stuff shouldn't be necessary because you have online play in, you know, every other game and it just doesn't make sense that you have to do go through that effort. Now the, the post that you shared with us seems like they've had 100% success rate, but we also don't know what the actual root cause catalyst of all this is. And so if it's on the server side, then whatever you do isn't going to necessarily solve that. And like I've gone Stretches of several games not had a problem, and then I'll have that problem two or three times in a row. And but you're right. This is super frustrating. This is like what MLB the show has experienced with their online play. And it's the same problem. Like they are not the same problem, but the same experience of this frustration that year after year you've still got some issue that that reduces your enjoyment of an otherwise really, really good game, but frustrates you to no end that you can't get online and just play you just can't play. And, and the fact that it's online just gets people's ire up all the faster too. And it's just really frustrating because three of us will get in and then one or two of us won't. And then that person has to wait because if everyone bails, you take a loss. So you're, you're kind of stuck having to play the game out because you don't want to suffer the, the team, but you're also not playing with your friends. And then like you said, you get to play one game out of three or four that you had the time to play. And that sucks.
1: Yeah. And then, like, like last night, I was getting kicked out repeatedly, so I was like, all right, well, fine. I'll go play Pro-Am. The same thing happened in Pro-Am. It was like, nope, you're getting kicked out of the dressing room. I would have to close the application, boot it back up, and then go back in, and and I could play Pro-Am. But then when the guys were done with the game, I'd go in and, nope, get kicked out, get kicked out, get kicked out. They'd get finally get in. I would be the only one not able to get in. I would go to play Pro-Am. And I was just like, and it would kick me out, and I was done. I was like, no, I'm going to bed. I'm not. This is frustrating. Why am I just frustrating myself? I don't even know if I want to boot the game up until they fix this problem. Yeah, so they have a, they have
2: identified a patch or something that they're going to deploy to fix this? Is that what I
1: understand? That's what Shiner said, but I haven't seen anything on it.
2: And it's like, when are you actually going to get it, too, right? Right. So. Yeah, it's really frustrating. It's not enough for me to not boot the game up. But again, I have not experienced to like you guys have like that repeatedly. And so I don't know why that has it. Maybe I just had dumb luck or maybe because I'm the club owner that makes a difference. Or if that makes a difference, I don't know. So I don't know. I,
1: I, I don't know. Let's let's rate this game. Garrick, on the limited amount of time that you've spent in this game. What do you rate it?
0: I give it an 8 out of 10.
1: Wow, that's pretty high for a guy who does sports ball. Yeah.
0: It's it's a good game. I think it's well made, except for the online stuff, which I haven't uh, gotten any time with. But it's EA, so that's what I expect from them. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think D-King's fun. Uh, the controls are, are really good. I love the control options it gives you. Uh, Whether you want to go and play 94 mode or whether you want arcade mode or whether you want more simulation focused um, it gives you a wide range of control schemes. I like the modes it took me a little while to kind of get used to the idea but I like that you can actually choose just like three of them to put on your main menu so you don't even see the rest of them. Um, And I thought the character creation was really cool and in depth although I think there are way too many faces way too many faces. They're hard
2: to tell the difference between two, right? Extremely hard. Yeah. They're really tough,
0: but um, no, I think it's a, it's a well-made game um, outside of what it sounds like. that's online mode.
2: So yeah. Eight.
1: All right. Jonesy, what do you give it? So this is a game that's
2: really designed for people like me, where you have two really clear, but robust parts of the game. You have this really clear offline mode. That's, that's robust. It's still solid if you get into that, you can play that way. But also you have this online component that has a lot of customization, a lot of uniqueness to it. You can do a variety of activities now, both by yourself, but also with others in an online competitive way with the ones, the threes, and of course the club. And I am so happy with the way that they've developed this online aspect of the game. This is, this is what like Madden I think is missing is something this this co-op type of play that's not focused around ultimate team. And like Garrick was saying, the customizations on this game are just sick. They are insanely detailed to the point sometimes you're like, that's just too much. I can't get through this. I give up. I'll just slap a beard on this guy and we're good to go, you know, kind of thing. But (laughs) overall I, I am enjoying it. The, I didn't realize how much I would enjoy this over NHL 18. I'd actually demote NHL's 18s. Uh, ranking a little bit before I'd kind of perk this one up. I'm going to go with like an eight and a half right now. And that's largely because a, I think some of the poke checking is a bit overly sensitive online. I think the online play is unacceptable right now. This game should be a nine in my book. It's difficult to go above a nine for a sports game in general, but I really, this game would be pushing nine, nine and a quarter for me in a, in a really finished state. If they can stabilize online because of all of the things that you can do. And, It's just a a lot of fun. They've done a really great job. This is, to me, this is the best NHL game I've played since the ones from my childhood of, like, NHL 94. Wow,
1: that is high praise. Very high praise. High praise indeed. Yeah, uh, no one's going to like what I'm going to say, so just prepare yourselves. And it's not that I'm in a mood. I have had a good week. So this is just my experience with the game, and that is solely what this this rating is going to be on. Uh, the music sucks. While, while the music from 18 is certainly in the game, it is inundated with just crap music. I hate it. I can't stand it. Uh, it's horrible. We didn't really get to the, the commentary, but the commentary, I mean, would you guys agree that it hasn't really changed from 18 to 19? I haven't heard anything different. What they have improved
2: on is there's less repetition, which I have noticed there is significantly less repetition this year. So I I have noticed that. So I don't know if there's a lot of new content, but it doesn't seem as repetitive and grinding. Like last year, you could almost predict what they were going to say this year. I'm not able to do that as frequently.
1: Yeah. uh, All right. I don't know. It just didn't blow me away. And, you know, I kind of liked that. I liked when you're playing a simulation you want to feel like you're watching it on TV and while it just, it doesn't feel like that.
2: You, you uh, even felt that way about threes with some of the over the top commentary you got <sighs> in threes
1: threes makes me laugh like that, that, that dude makes me laugh. Uh, the, the dude, when you're playing like the pro am and it's three on three and you're outdoors, that dude makes me laugh. So maybe I'm being too harsh just because, all right, so we won't, I'll, I'll say commentary is, is a wash. The graphics are great. We talked about that. It is fantastic. It's fluid. The deking is fluid. Um, but there are so many things in this game. For example, the, the the menus, as I said, seem very counterintuitive and very hard to click through and find what it is you're looking for. Uh, my My settings on the controller keep getting changed back to stick control only. I don't know why. I haven't gone in to change them. They just get changed back. Because they're they're telling
2: you what you should be doing.
1: (laughs) Right. I don't want to be doing that. Just give me hybrid. I'll use the stick when I want to use the stick. (laughs) Learn to play. (laughs) I can't. I'm a bad gamer. Ruin the podcast if I became a good gamer. (laughs) And then the, the online, man. Like, this is a big deal. It's a big deal. This is, look, what did we rail on Battlefront 2 for earlier? Not being able to play with your friends in a, in a in a constructive way. This is the same thing. I want to play with, with with all of my friends with Jonesy and Cutdown and Shiner and Starlord and and Garrick and Mike. I want to play with these guys. I want to get in there and mix it up and have fun and get blown out 10 to nothing and watch Jonesy give up 12 goals or watch Mike give up 12 goals or watch Shiner not score. Everyone is a critic. I want it like this are the <laughs> things that I want to do and I can't because your online service sucks like I feel like this should have been fixed between beta and launch and it wasn't it doesn't even feel like it was worked on this
0: should have been fixed years ago
1: it's like, like know, I, just said, Mon-
0: I just expect this I, but you shouldn't I shouldn't have to correct but any EA title that comes out, I just expect the first month online is going to be awful.
1: Look, I don't care if you want to spend money on hut, or Mutt or what. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care if you want to spend money on loot boxes. I don't care. I don't. They're not loot boxes in this game. They're bags. You can't buy I bags anyway. Bags. No, you can't. I, man, maybe you should. Maybe they didn't have the money to fix this issue. I don't know. I, I, I'm i giving it a four. I was so frustrated last night, I wanted to throw my controller through my TV. That's what I wanted to do. Four out of ten. If they fix this, it's a solid nine. But And maybe it's not a solid. Maybe it'll be a solid eight because I don't like the music and the menus. I mean, this is not a perfect game. I don't think it's anywhere near perfect. I think last year's version, if you throw the graphics in last year's version... That's a nine and a half game right there. Really? Yeah, I really do. I liked, I didn't think that the menu was overly, it just fe- feels cumbersome. I mean, there's a word, word of the day for you. Cumbersome. I just think, yeah,
2: man, the gameplay on this one is, is night and day better though.
1: When you can play.
2: No, I'm not. I'm not going to discount that at all because you're hundred percent right. It's not acceptable. They've got to get it fixed because here's the thing with this kind of title, this kind of title doesn't have the huge fan base to where you can, you can afford to let the casuals go if you attract them in because they just won't come back. I mean, I'm a, I'm a casual, I love hockey, but I don't follow it as closely as like NFL and I don't buy NHL as regularly. I love playing NHL though, but if it's garbage, or someone has that experience that it it feels like garbage and it's frustrating and it takes too long to fix, then you're right. You're going to lose those people. And a series like NHL, which has been rumored to be on the chopping chopping block for years and years and years, you just can't afford to to lose that. And if you end up pissing off your, your core fan base because of that, then good night. You know, it doesn't matter how good your gameplay is. If people can't play, they're not going to come back. And just like what happened to Battlefront. They just stop. We're like, okay, I got better things to do. There are a ton of options out there, and I will yeah, go I, find them.
1: I didn't go back to uh, NBA Two K because of the VC stuff. I didn't. I didn't go back to Battlefront Two because of the progression stuff and because of their their unwillingness to give us what they said they were going to give us in a timely fashion. Like, I I feel like this is going to be one of those games where if this isn't fixed by the time Red Dead Redemption comes out. I may not pick it back up, which is sad because I love playing with you guys and I love the league and I love even when we lose, it's so much fun. And we just get on party chat and we're always talking and it's like games are social for me. So I'm going to miss that, but I don't feel like rewarding EA for poor programming. And that's what this is. It is poor programming. It's poor server maintenance it's poor coding it's poor something on their end not mine because this is a this is a, a widespread issue it's not just me like there are tons of workarounds for it like oh well go into your settings and test your internet connection and then when you come back out you'll be able to jump back in no. well, that doesn't work for me i no, tried that
2: yeah that's garbage stuff it's like saying right. restart it when it's a server problem you don't restart your client because there's a server problem. <laughs>
1: Yeah, no, there's there's something with with them not allowing certain connections, certain IP addresses to uh, or certain ports to connect. I I don't know because I'm not I, I this is not what I this is above my pay grade.
2: Well, here's but they one should thing have I, had this figured out. But here's one thing I definitely just heard though, I just heard if Crowley's not playing, I think our record just went through the roof, baby.
1: Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> you guys will go to uh, you guys will be a top tier team top tier team
2: Good.
0: not if i'm there
2: that's right yeah garrick will represent no. attaboy garrick he'll he'll fill in for me <laughs> while i'm working on the banner Yeah.
1: <laughs> i don't know i want to play this game guys i really do i hope they fix these issues i think if they do it'll be a solid eight eight and a half game for me like i said still has its issues but it is you're right it's so much fun like the basketball games, I'm over because of uh, uh, EA can't make a good basketball game. And 2K's basketball game, it's all about money.
2: I heard 2K's is actually really good this year.
1: Man, I'm not buying Don't stop. There's too many other cigars I need. I'm not <laughs> buying it.
2: Hey, like I said, off-season games, baby.
1: <laughs>
2: that's where I live. I live in the off-season.
1: Man. All right. Well, that's Garrick jonesy thank you so much for for coming and and talking some chill with us and some sports ball uh it, it's always fun to have you on it's always a blast a pleasure uh so again thank you sir for for showing up you were here on what for episode 50 and now you're back already for 54
2: i'm telling you man i'm becoming a regular a regular mainstay here i like it this seat is very comfortable I, I like it too i
1: like it too maybe we should just have you you should just take garrick's spot no, I, I'm okay with this. No,
2: I, <laughs> Garrick and I need to come up with more words of the day. This is my favorite oh, part of the show. True.
1: No,
0: I'll, I'll start posting words of the day every day in chat.
2: Oh, I love it. I did get a repeat today. I got catching it again, which was very disappointing at the gas station. So Aww. yeah, shell well, station. You will
1: never, he'll, you'll never get two of the same from Garrick.
2: Hopefully not. That's why we love it.
1: <laughs> Garrick, you going to scat us out?